Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kings and queens, and everything in between. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos to another episode of this series, Locals Doing Local Things. I'm your host, Juan Daniel Avila, and I'm here with two kings representing Napa Valley 1839 FC. And uh, that would be Ian Grease, one of the youngest lads on the field there, and uh, Paul Ramsey, another lad playing in the back, playing the defensive end. Uh, you guys have been looking like the European Championships, Italy, the back defense line. I'll probably call you Bonucci and Cellini for now on, but you guys have been tremendous, uh, you know, obviously doing your part uh, as a team. And maybe you guys could emphasize a little bit more about that, how it is playing in the back. And obviously you guys have a close relationship since you guys uh, do have to be communicating. And as we saw this last game, you guys did like a thousand passes back and forth, just trying <laughs> to keep possession of the ball. So. We'll get going uh, on that, but how are you guys doing, uh, Ramsey? And uh, uh yeah, Ian? I mean, as for me, I'm doing pretty well. We um, obviously came off a really exciting win on the weekend, and then I think we had a pretty good training session on Tuesday, which was yesterday. So, so far, everything's going pretty well. Yeah, very happy with the win, our first playoff win for Napa Valley. Yeah, you guys making history, so that's cool. And, uh, you know, I'll take this brief moment. Uh, I want to thank uh, Coach Corbett and uh, Billy. They gave me this jersey, which I think Ian's rocking it, too. This is so nice. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Yeah. Sponsors. This, I've been rocking it since uh, they gave it to me last Saturday. And, obviously, I'm here in San Diego now, so I was kind of worried that the settings weren't going to be working out too well, but they're working up uh, a little bit uh, better than I expected, so – we're here. We're already landed in San Diego. So we are live uh, from Zoom again, thanking them for letting me do these quick interviews. But let's touch up on the recap of what happened uh, this Saturday. A very dramatic game going to extra time and all that. Um, and I want to see your guys' perspective on what you guys thought about this win. Obviously, it's a win. So now we're in the semifinals. But what do you guys have to say about that? How was the was the win? Uh, you want from, to take from, it, Paul? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll start off, and then you follow through. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the first thing I want to do is I definitely want to thank the fans for coming out because with them, like the atmosphere is incredible. Like you could hear them all game, and it it really is motivating to keep you pushing through. And we needed it honestly because we played 120 minutes, and it would be hard to do that in an empty stadium. So keep coming out. Um, if we get that next home game, but um. I think from a game perspective, I think we did pretty well. It was like, um, like as coach said in the locker room after, like we really fought back hard. The goals um, from Dario, Dario scored a brilliant free kick. And then also uh, Baby Shark's goal at the end. We really, we really fought for that one. We fought for good, almost like an hour without scoring and, we kept playing pretty well and good soccer and we found a good goal at the end. No. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, my favorite two goals were those. And I can't remember if the, was it the first goal uh, that it hit? A, it was a corner off Javi. And I don't know if it was a known goal, if the counter does a known goal or if, or if Dadio deflected that, but that was the first goal, correct? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, th I think it was a known goal. Right. Yeah. But definitely the two second goals were uh, showcased, right? Dario looking uh, like Carmelo said it on the, the <laughs> streaming, like Cristiano Ronaldo there, <laughs> curling it in there. 
And then obviously uh, Baby Shark's uh, left foot does not miss. And we've seen this over and over again. I think he's like at what, six goals already? So he, he's doing pretty good too. He's He's been on the on the show. He said he wants to come back. So uh, hopefully I could have everyone back as soon as uh, you guys reach that final. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anything you had to say about this game, uh, Ian, how did you feel? Was it a confidence booster now that you guys uh, have taken over Contra? Yeah, it really was to know that we've gone the last three games with like a battle hard win. It feels really good to go into the semifinals knowing that we can we can put up with any team in the league and that, you know, the championship is right around the corner. and We're looking forward to it. And let's check in with a little bit of history with you guys. I'll start with uh, with Paul. Paul, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, when did your soccer career start? Uh, and maybe where, where have you played in, in the past uh, until you came here to 1839? Yeah, so um, I'm definitely not from California. I've been kind of around everywhere. I was born and raised in New Jersey. Uh, but I've been playing soccer since I was very little because both my parents were soccer coaches growing up. So I just kind of got put into it. But from New Jersey, I went down to IMG Academy in Mount Verde in Florida. Um, and then from there, I went to college over in England, but then also played on a semi-pro team as well. And then uh, a few things happened with some injuries. So I wanted to come back to the U.S. and uh, I found St. Mary's. Which was, which was awesome, and then played there for two years where we were able to get um, in the NCAA tournament and make a good run there. And then now, this summer, I was very thankful to find Napa Valley. Great. I like that. I like that. So you've been all over the country in a way, and uh, you know made, you made that dramatic change to California, but I'm sure you're loving it, right? Uh, yeah, I love it. It's awesome. Um, like, I drive – like I drive like an, almost an hour to practice uh, wow. a couple of days a week, but like, it's so scenic. Like you don't get the beautiful rolling Hills in New Jersey. And I think it's cool when you come into Napa, you see all the vineyards coming in. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. Where, where are you commuting from exactly? I'm commuting from the East Bay. So like Walnut Creek area. So if you in the mm. hills of Walnut Creek, okay. town okay. called Moraga. I see. I see. What about uh, you, Ian? Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, where did you start playing? When did you start playing? Yeah. And, you know, your history up until now. Yeah, unlike Paul, I've grown up all my whole life in California. Uh, I was born and raised in west of Sacramento. And then I grew up playing soccer. I, My mom and dad, you know, gave me a ball when I was young. Just kick around with my brother, right? And then it slowly started playing recreational, then a little bit more competitive level. And then eventually I moved to Napa the in my eighth grade year and started playing with the Napa teams. And then a coach saw, saw something in me and decided to give me a trial back in Sacramento for Sacramento Republic. And fortunately I made the trial, I made the team. And for the last year I've been playing there, but I love I love playing soccer and I love now playing with 1839 and I can't wait for the future. And uh, you guys are, like I mentioned earlier before starting the recording, uh, you guys found a little friendship in this, in this case where you guys have to, you know, rely on each other to back up each other. Uh, how has that gone? You know, uh, from the beginning, do you guys clicked or, or do you guys fought a little bit for to, to, to get to this level? 
I think, about... I think we have. Yeah, I, I know. I, I've, I'm learning how Paul plays, and I think he lear- he's learning how I play too. And we, I think we get along well, and, and I think it shows on the field too. Yeah, I, I think one thing that helped us was um, it's like sometimes you'll see me playing left back, sometimes center back. Um, a lot of the times in training, I'll be left back, and he'll be like that left sided center back. So we already had that like good communication from just uh, like weeks of training together. So like in the Contra Costa game, when I'm when I have to slide back to center back, I think we still have like that partnership where we're able to talk with one another and be successful. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and I, I'm sure you guys know that you know communication is ideal for these situations where you guys have to really almost click without knowing knowing where he's going to be at. And I think you guys did a great job this weekend. Uh, but the next test coming up is uh, Academia, a team uh, you guys unfortunately lost to 2-1. And uh, now you guys get to see him in a semifinal where winner takes all to the final. And then, you know, that decides the championship. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts? If we could start off uh, with you, Ian. Um, I'm excited. You know, it's an opportunity to get revenge, right? And show them that, you know, that first game was, you know, we were still sorting things out in the team, you know, still building. And now that, like, we're a stronger team, we're, we're more, more together, right? We're a team team now. And so I think it'll be a surprise to them to see us show up and, you know, we're not just going to be pushed over. Yeah, I think in the first game, uh, we, we took the lead at one point, I believe, and then we kind of folded. But I think each game we keep climbing a new ladder and we keep getting more and more resilient. So I don't I don't know if they're going to be ready for that. And then I think um, attacking wise, like if Ian and I do our jobs in the back, we got the attackers to score goals. And we've shown that. No, yeah, I'm sure you guys are a complete different team compared to uh, what they saw a couple of weeks ago. I think it's been a month now, actually, that I think about it. So uh, definitely, uh, I think both sides is going to be a very competitive match. And uh, I think a question here, unpopular question or unpopular idea is what do you guys think when they say, you know, defenders are the least popular um, uh, players in the game when everyone's really looking at the forwards and stuff? What do you guys have to say about that? (laughs) Ian, I'll start back with you. Yeah, Um, personally, I don't mind it. I I like doing the dirty work, right? And I, I don't. I don't play to get credit, right? You know, I play for the team. I don't mind what people have to say, right? It's you play for the you play for the badge, right? You play for your teammates and it shows up in the end, right? Yes, certainly. And especially like if if the team does well, that's all that really matters at the end of the day. And then I guess as as a player, I've always been the one I, I like seeing other people shine. I like being the one to like either as a left back to whip in the cross to get the assist or as a center back, make great tackle to lead to a nice play. Um, just being a team player. Great for the back line. Oh, yeah, I was saying it because I was a defender for a while for my whole life. So um, I know what it felt like. They're like, hey, you know, defenders can't score. And then all of a sudden we go up for the corners and there we are, right? We're scoring. And I'm sure you guys have the same scenario. I know, Ram, do you scored? Ian, you haven't scored yet, right? But how do you feel about, uh, you know, coming up on a goal maybe in these next couple games? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, right? 
I mean, yeah, Paul had that one really nice goal against Oakland, but hopefully maybe my chance will come soon, right? But, I mean, it's it's not necessarily my job, obviously. I, I like, you know, like Paul said, that's the striker. Not their job necessarily, but, you know, that's what they do. That's what they've always trained for. So they're they're more likely to be in the moment, right? Yeah, there are the target guys. When you, up, and then... when you go up on those corners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's a big, big target, so yeah. it's gonna it's gonna come. I know it is. Yeah, you're like what six six two six three? Um, yeah, I think six two. Six two. What about you, uh, Paul? You're pretty tall too. You're six one or something like that. Uh, yeah, six foot six one. Um, nothing too crazy, but I mean, I like to get in the box. It's fun. No, yeah, definitely fun. And yeah, like I said, like I mentioned, as as defenders, I think the chances we get are the chances that we we kind of put away. So I'm sure you guys uh, will get more uh, as the seasons continue and as you guys evolve as well. But what do you guys have to say to the fans uh, coming up? Uh, as you guys said, they're, they're there uh, representing, making noise and, uh, you know, supporting you guys. What do you guys have to say going into this game? And I'm sure, uh, I think I saw earlier on Instagram that there's going to be a bus actually carrying uh, the fans. Uh, but what do you guys have to say about them supporting you guys uh, this weekend? Yeah, it's amazing the support and how loud they are in the stadium. Like we can, that extra, extra time we had against um, Contra Costa, like I don't know if I would have been able to do it if, the fans weren't cheering the whole time, right? Like they're, they make a huge difference. And I think slowly and slowly, but they're, they're learning that, you know, they, they really do matter to us. Uh, we need them. Yeah. I, I think it's amazing how loud um, the stadium can get. And then we go, we go to these away games and there's absolutely like no one in the crowd. Like you just feel like if it's a hot day, that energy drains. But when, when we're always home and now, but the fans are so loud pushing us on. It's like, that would be the thing. I just say thank you and then keep on coming out because we really do love the support. And then I think the the bus setup is a, it's a pretty good deal, isn't it? Like, what do they get? Like, uh, for nearly 40 bucks, they get wine, cheese or something, and then take it yeah. to the game. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen is. too much details, but it looks like a sweet <laughs> deal, like you said. Uh-huh. But uh, no, yeah, I'd be taking advantage of that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it does seem like a sweet deal. Hopefully, I I, I wish I could have seen there, but I'll be tuning in uh, uh, on the live stream. And uh, I think the last question here is, how are you guys feeling? Let's say we win, uh, which is what everyone's uh, in their mind right now. But how are you guys feeling uh, going to the final? Is the mindset here, uh, as Dario said it, as Francisco Mendoza said it and uh, Baby Shark said it, their mindset is taking up uh, the championship. Uh, would you guys say the same? I think so, but I mean, I, it's, I think it's more important to take it one game at a time, though. Make sure we finish business in Turlock and then to get onto the final, but, you know, one game at a time, right? Yeah, um, let's, let's definitely not look past Academica. They're definitely a good team with good players. Um, but with that being said, like if, if we win a home final, it'd be would be amazing and it'd be a great like uh, a great accomplishment as a player to be able to play in a game like that. Yeah. So we gotta take care of business, which I, I think we will. And then hopefully Napa shows up for the final. Mm-hmm. You guys hit it. 
heard it here as well from the defensive linebacker. Uh, their thoughts on what's coming up this weekend and uh, what they have to say to you guys, to the fans. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in again. Um, we'll be catching up with uh, Coach Corbett in this next sequence of this podcast. Uh, but until then, uh, I appreciate uh, Paul Ramsey. All the way from Andrews. San Diego, we're back. For your time. we're back in Again, action. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, here. boys and uh, girls, should be a fun game and everything like in between. Said already, uh, you guys are making history, so uh, don't stop this going. And, locals uh, doing we're here to support things, you. And we continue uh, through this I'm your process. host, Juan Daniel Avila. And today, in this very special occasion, we have Napa Valley 1839 head coach Mark Corbett returned back to the show. You guys asked for him so much. We're recording pretty late right now to tell us about what's going on in the Valley. But stay tuned to the soccer team reaching semifinals against Academia, which will be hosted this weekend in Turlock. And man, coach, how are you feeling? Full of euphoria after this crazy game we saw this last weekend. Uh, at the Dodge Stadium. Yeah, thanks for having me again. And I hope you settled in down in San Diego. The guys obviously miss your, miss your quality live stream. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, hope you're well down there. But, yeah, really excited. Um, the guys were, were outstanding again this weekend. Um, different different type of challenge, having to go to, to extra time. Um, but, yeah, a, a massive achievement um, from from everybody within associated with the club to uh, yeah to get through this this first playoff round and uh, yeah find ourselves in an exciting semi final um, to look forward to and plan for this week. No, yeah, uh, luckily I'm belly sunning up. I'm glad this uh, scenario actually was able to happen because I had things all over my room. I'm still le- uh, sleeping on my uh, air mattress right now as we speak, so there's the the things aren't quite set up yet. But luckily, you know, it's two weeks here. Uh, I'm barely uh, looking for for other stuff, little decorations around here. Maybe I could get the 1839 um, fan in the back and stuff like that. We'll see what happens. But uh, no, yeah, thank you again. Uh, I miss you guys too, and might as well break it right now. Um, I will be uh, there. I'm I'm booking my flight today, but most likely I will be there for the uh, Napa Valley 1839 game against Las Leyendas de Chivas Rayadas de Guadalajara because I can't miss that. Uh, as I mentioned before, those uh, those are my colors for for both Napa and uh, Mexico. So uh, I'm glad to see my dream team uh, and those legends see and perform and even better to narrate those uh, those games. So that, that's going to be a pleasure of mine uh, to to make that dream come true. But I actually will take this time as well. Uh, thanking you, coach, for giving me this nice treat right here. I don't know if you guys can really see it. It's the jersey. Yep, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> the jersey uh, you guys were raffling off, right? But I got it as a surprise as I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah, a local a local family struggling with cancer, and 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 as always, the the club doing things not just on the field but off the field. So, um, yeah, Eric and Josh are, are unbelievable those type of things doing the cause jerseys and I think we we got two and a half thousand uh, dollars raised for for Tracy's tribe so um yeah that was a that was a great occasion to be able to give back to uh yeah to a family within the community no that's great that you know Napa keeps doing that and keeps going off and on the field and that's what uh we want to see to build this community here in, in Napa but let's touch a little bit on what happened this weekend coach uh how did he feel after, uh, you know, being up and down uh, throughout the game and, uh, you know, finally finishing off 
with a 3-2 win against Contra Costa. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously, being a first playoff game, we didn't know we were going to be at home. Our, our result the previous week uh, depended on whether we were going to be home or away. Um, and thankfully, we come out on top against uh, Farolito in another end-to-end game, very tight. Um, so then, yeah, having kind of probably six days by the time everyone's calmed down Saturday night, we've got Sunday till Saturday to uh, yeah to get everything um, in place to be able to host this game. So bef- before I even talk about the team, there's, there's got to be a huge credit go to all those, the operations, the volunteers of just getting everything organised, set. Um, you know what the atmosphere is like when with people coming, wanting to buy the shirts, drink a... Uh, drink some adult refreshments and cheer the team on kind of all that doesn't just appear. It, it, it requires hard work from, uh, from a lot of people um, that get to the stadium around about two, 2 PM for a seven o'clock kickoff. So uh, yeah, well, those, those guys deserve a, a huge shout out for, uh, for making that and, and helping with the atmosphere. And then um, yeah, to the, to the players getting everything over the line. Um, we got a huge squad this year um, and I had a conversation this week with with some of the players who have not uh, featured probably as much as they were used to featuring, um, or certainly have liked to. Um, but it's their it's their attitude, their hard work within training that's pushing the guys that's starting, which I believe is is, is taking them to a level where we're we're running this weekend, um, still in the last minute of extra time, so two hours non-stop, and the guys are. Are still looking fresh and I think that's how we've been been able to prepare in the week um going into those games and that's that's the guys that, are, that you're not seeing on the field right now but are putting in hard work and and you, you talk about the Chivas game those guys certainly deserve um getting on the field as a, as as their part that they've played and um for our success so far this season so um yeah I'm, I'm pleased for the whole group um guys coming off the bench um, when, when we score a goal, you see everybody up celebrating together. Uh, guys come off the bench and impact the game in a positive way. So it's it's what we need. We, we can't just rely on 11 players and then we get one or two missing um, through injuries or personal circumstances. Um, we, we've got people that can, can come in, can do a job at the same level. Um, and and we, yeah, we've, we've kind of got the rewards from that on, on having a, a, big, a big, strong uh, strength in depth squad. No, yeah, definitely depth is what we've seen, uh, you know, throughout the games week in, week out. And like you said, there isn't uh, a lot of featured players that usually be featured uh, in, but I'm sure they're putting in that work, as you mentioned, outside the field, and uh, they'll get their chance. I'm sure they will. And uh, I'm sure with the with the team being so competitive, it's what keeps the game uh, going. As we spoke earlier Uh, in the season, you know, there's so much competition, uh, which makes it better and everyone eager to play. And that's what what, what we want. We want the juices coming out full throttle, especially around this time of the season uh, facing academia. And know we were talking about it earlier. Uh, It's crazy to see that the number one seed got knocked out. FC Davis falls to uh, Sonoma County, Seoul, which you guys uh, beat as well. So now uh, they're they're in the playoffs still. And they see El Farolito, uh, so Farolito still, in, and then obviously Academia versus uh, you guys, Nap eighteen thirty nine. But um, how's the competition looking uh, right now? Obviously, we have to focus on Academia. Uh, kind of reflecting back on what happened a uh, couple games ago, where you guys were leading, and then 
eventually it comes to a fall of 2-1 against them. But um, what has changed or what will change for this weekend's game in order for you guys to succeed uh, and move on to the next phase? Yeah, I think we're touching on with, with obviously Davis losing against uh, Seoul. I think all but one of our games, the scoreline's only been within one goal. So it's a very, a very kind of wide open conference. Um, anyone can beat anybody on their day and it will just take that one or one or two chances to, to a game to go from from one win to, to a loss. So it's, it's, it's very tight. Um, it, it was a surprise, to be honest, that that I thought that they would have would have come through, but it, um, yeah, it kind of makes for for us and Academica an extra piece of uh, reward on the line, should I say? Because uh, the winners of of this game on Saturday will then be hosting the final, so um, we, we would love to get the win to take to take the fans back to uh, to be able to be hosting at the Dodd Stadium uh, next Saturday. But yeah, going back when we when we played them, we played them um, second game of the season. Um, and we had just lost 2-1 to Davis and we actually lost 2-1 to Academica that night as well. Um, and there was, it, it was a game, we, we, it was 0-0 at halftime, 1-0 up um, halfway through the second half. And then we conceded two very similar, um, poor goals from our point of view. Um, and it's something that we, we worked on a lot uh, that week because we, we conceded something similar um, in the Davis game as well. Um, and after those two two defeats of some some minimal corrections, uh, I think our record's been five wins and a draw in our last six games after we lost to uh, Academica. So we are full of confidence. Um, whichever team kind of gets the nod to go out there, I'm fully confident that we can uh, yeah we can get the job done, um, get the win, and yeah and enjoy being in the, in our first ever final um, as a club. Yeah, you guys are making history. Uh, I, I talked to Ian and Paul uh, yesterday, last night, and, you know, I was getting answers from them. And I think you could agree on this, that everyone on the team is on the same page, the same mindset, uh, since we heard it from other players too, Paris, uh, Monzo, Pavon, uh, that uh, their mind is on getting the championship uh, one way or another. That's what they came here for, what some the, the Spaniards that came here, the people that came out of state, the people in state and the locals. Uh, that's what their mindset is on. And I'm sure yours is now, Coach, that I haven't personally asked you this, but uh, I'm sure your mindset is uh, taking the title as well, right? Not just going to the final. Yeah, that that was always our, our long-term goal. Um, but in, in order to achieve that long-term goal, it was it was setting small targets along the way. Um, so I think that, that that target after the, the academica loss last time was was start being a little bit more stronger in games and being able to see games out and, and get over the line for wins because obviously we started with with two defeats. Um, so once we once we turned that corner and got our first win, it was then about could we try and secure um, back to back wins um, and then making sure that by the end of the, the regular season, we were in the top four because we we very clearly um saw an advantage we have playing at home with our fan base um so in order to if we were going to make the playoffs and, and have our first ever playoff game we wanted that to be at home so we needed to to finish in the top four um uh, which we hit that target and then the next target was can we win our first uh first playoff game uh, which we did so yeah long term for sure with we, we've always been um wanting to win this championship and uh 
And it's just been kind of taking one step at a time. So yeah, we're, we're, we're almost got the opportunity to, to be playing for it next week, but very tough game this weekend, first of all, that we've got to get over the line with. No, yeah, we, I think the fans, everyone would be very excited to see that. And uh, I, I was just checking, making a scenario here, let's say Sonoma beats uh, El Farolito and uh, Napa beats Academia, it would be a wine derby final, which would be even more crazier to see, just speaking into existence here. But uh, like you said, you got to take care of business, uh, like Ian and Paul said it as well. Got to take care of business in Turlock. And uh, any, any details you want to share? I kind of asked them uh, about the bus situation, about uh, fans going over there, bringing kind of that home atmosphere for you guys. Uh, but it, what, the, what are the details exactly for that? Uh, if uh, people want to know how to get onto that bus and will it cost something? Yeah, as you know, that we, we normally have a have a team bus that, that kind of fits 24 that the team team travel together on, on the away games. But um, for a semi-final and, and being away from home, um, Josh and Eric spoke about having having a big 56-seater coach to try to get a, some of our home atmosphere to an away game. Um, so they've they they put a coach together. Um, obviously spent spent a lot on it, which is uh, shows their commitment yet again to try to uh, give everything to the players and any kind of advantage that they've got. So yeah, thirty nine dollars. Um, we'll be leaving vintage at two o'clock. Um, so fans can go on go on the website on on social media platforms and you'll see the link. Um, and that will include yeah, um, refreshments uh, there and back snacks ticket into the game, obviously the travel, um, and then some some food with the team after. Um, and we're hoping it can it can be a bit of a party bus on the way home. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really exciting. Definitely if I was there, I'd be one to hop on that bus, but that'd be great to see all those, uh, you know, day one fans that have been uh, with you guys since the beginning of the season after seeing uh, the defeats and they're still there. And now, you know, they're getting rewarded for, uh, coming up now with the the five back to back wins, which is uh, what everyone has been uh, trying to uh, root for. And now that we're here in the final, you know, um, semifinals, of course, I'm sure they're really pumped up uh, to to make that a party bus, uh, regardless of what happens. And obviously, on the way there, it'll be it'll be pretty hectic. I'm sure uh, they'll be they'll be uh, suited up and fueled up uh, to make that loud noise uh, at Turlock. That, that's exciting. Uh, any other words you could say to the fans here, coach, or to the players uh, uh, listening to this, tuning in? Well, I just everybody's going to have a part to play, whether that's whether that's on the field, whether that's coming coming off the bench, uh, whether that's being ready to come off the bench but might not be needed, um, going there as, as a reserve in case we lose one or two. Um, it, as an injury in the warm-up, which has which has happened this season, um, so everybody's going to have a part to play. Um, preparing preparing tonight in in training to uh, to make sure that our, our game plan is very very clear and, and the boys know what what's going to be expected. Um, and then, yeah, for the fans, those those that are not not travelling, uh, the live stream, um, Academica do do what we try to do as well. They're they're a good club. Um, they. They've got a band that, that go to their games and they've got a, they've got a fan base as well. So it was a, it was a, it was a good atmosphere to play in when we, when we played down there last time. Um, 
So the fans that are not traveling will, will be able to tune in on the live stream. Uh, cheer us on from afar and, and hopefully then can we can get the get the get over the line, get the win and make sure that we've got the final being hosted uh, next Saturday in Napa. Of course. And like you said, I was going to say if we could get a little sneak peek of what the uh, starting lemon will be. But uh, like you said, things move around so differently uh, in a, such a fast pace that you could probably won't be able to give us that. But um, Eddie, any little tips on who we will be seeing on the roster besides I, I've already talked to Ian and Paul, how they uh, kind of made their um, their friendship so close that uh, they work together to keep the team solid in the back. Uh, I'm sure almost Sukar is unquestionably in the starting lineup, uh, just like the defensive end. But anyone you could give us tips on? Uh, well, the we did think we were going to be losing Arjun, uh, but thankfully his San Francisco college coach has, has kind of seen the, the probably the benefits of him playing competitive regular games. So he's he's back available for us this weekend. We we thought last week was his last game, but um, yeah pleasing that we will have him available. Um, Will's obviously out for the season with his, with his knee injury. You've done a, a great job in co-commentary with Mello last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the, 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 our, probably our biggest doubt is, is Jerry, who's, whose wife is um, giving birth any day now to their, uh, yeah, to their first child. So we wish, we wish her and, and the rest of his family the, the very best with that. And um if we can get baby, baby Jerry out uh, before before Saturday, then uh, then he'll be playing. But if it's if if the baby's not arrived just yet, then uh, then yeah, he'll he'll be missing the game, which is obviously a big blow for us. He's he's one of our leaders on the field. Um, but we uh, yeah we we know the family, the family and the birth of his first child is gonna gonna be way more important than any game he's gonna play. So yeah, we wish him the best. Definitely. Well, thank you for those tips. Hopefully uh, we see some of uh, our favorite players and obviously people that come off the bench. Uh, we'll be looking forward to them, too. But you guys could tune into this live stream on the Academia uh, IG, and I'm sure they have a website there uh, or 11 Sports as well. They do the same thing there. So tune into that if you won't be able to you know, be there in person on that bus. Uh, keep cheering them on. And I'm sure uh, Mario is doing a, a hell of a job on the um social media parts danny everyone like you said it's not only on the field but the people off the field you know the people that greet you and set up and uh they're doing the same thing uh off the field especially like we said on on game days and uh, social media so they're killing it there and uh you know thank you guys for being part of that but uh, i think we'll be cutting it here too because uh Coach over here is busy. He has uh, this these couple of days to plan out things, and I'm sure you got other things on on your hands over there. Uh, same as me, I need to go get a bed and a bed frame <laughs> so I can start sleeping good. My neck's over here cracking every time I'm turning still. But um, thank you, Coach, again. Uh, appreciate you coming back. It's exciting. I can't wait to have you back uh, after uh, the season is over and everything's uh, you know been checked if we reach the final or not but we really are hoping for that final We're waiting for that trophy. You guys are already making history. So this is already a big plus, but um, can't wait to have you back. And uh, we'll keep talking uh, about what's, uh, what's to happen. What's the future. And obviously uh, the nearest thing, which would be Chivas in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Sounds good, Danny. All the best. Thanks for having me again.
Thank you. Best of luck on Saturday. And uh, I'll be there in spirit. Thank you. All the best. Nos vemos. Bye. Thank you. You're the best too. <laughs>